Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the dry line. Landon, don't count on any farm talk tonight. I wasn't. Okay, good, because I don't think we're going to get any of it in tonight. And please quit squishing your t- chair around. Sorry. Of course, you never talk into the microphone anyway. Yeah, so I'm, why trying would, to, I'm trying to get close to the mic, damn it. Why would it, pick, why would it pick up your stupid chair? Well, hey, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and I'm your host, Brent Carlson. And as always, if you just didn't hear him, it's Landon Nolan. He's. Are you situated? I'm ready. All right, finally. Okay, well, welcome, everybody, to this week's episode this week, we're really getting into agriculture because we're talking about safe injection sites. Uh, this is uh, not in your uh, Midwestern uh, Iowa town. This is in, of course, where other than San Francisco. So we're going to talk the we're going to talk safe injection sites and how it's pretty much the new purge. And if anybody's seen that great and wonderful documentary, The Purge, you will really appreciate this week's episode. So really, be looking forward to that in that uh, in our main segment. But um, First of all, it finally got cold again. It finally turned January, Landon. Did you have to turn your heater back on? A little bit. It was kind of chilly. Kind of a little bit nipply. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, what was it? On went, went sun, uh, Monday, it was what? About, about 71 degrees. And this morning it hit. And it's been blowing 30 today and it never got above freezing. So the wind chills were in the, oh, they were barely in the teens, Landon, were they? Just barely. Just barely. <laughs> we'll ask Ray Ricardo about that, <laughs> that exact measurement of barely. But, uh, yeah, so it got cold here. We, uh, actually, uh, did a little work on Monday. We went and, um, went and moved some cows from pasture onto corn stalks. And it was, I mean, it was 70. It was actually about 60 when I was, uh, running the truck and it was already blowing hard. But, uh, it was, you know, what I'm getting at is it was, it was pretty cool outside and the air conditioner in the truck still didn't work. It was still blowing hot air, or at least very warm air. So I'm going down the highway like an idiot with my window down and my arm hanging out the window with the smoke, with the heater hanging out of my lips. But, um, so yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's bad when your air conditioner won't even work when it's cold outside. I think that's probably got to be one of the biggest money makers for, for, uh, equipment dealerships is just keeping air conditioners going. And they always act like it's, like it's, a, it's below them to fix your air conditioner. Like they got more important crap to attend to. It's like, oh, oh, sweetheart, you know, your air conditioner's not working. I'm like, yeah, they're hot shot. When it's, uh, uh, 60 degrees outside, it still gets to 115 inside that cab. You're basically inside of a large microscope, um, um, large magnifying glass. God, I butchered that. <laughs> but uh, so I guess that's what I'd rather have a cabless tractor at that point. But yeah, they always give you an attitude like, well, I guess we'll get to it when we get to it. So uh, yeah, that's nice on this three hundred thousand dollar tractor I just bought from you a holes. But yeah, so that's a 
You have many air conditioning problems, Landon? You got John Deere, so you probably don't have any problems. I have international. Oh, all right. Good. Well, I just assumed you're kind of an asshole like that. So, (laughs) Any air conditioning problems in the Reds like ours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My air conditioner hadn't worked in probably a couple summers. (laughs) Oh, no. We don't do that. We get get them full of Freon or something. We don't. We, I just can't survive it, and I get a headache and all that kind of stuff. I try to plow in two and three hour spurts. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. So or, or or at night, which is the benefit of of work until six every day. Now that's true. Yeah, you get that sundown, and uh, yeah, I mean, as long as the sun's up, it doesn't matter how cold outside it is. That cab is going to heat up in a matter of ten minutes. So yeah, that's kind of a one of those first world problems we have to deal with. So yeah, middle of summer, I look like Jim Carrey in that mechanical rhino <laughs> on Ace Ventura too. <laughs> Lenny, you can pull out the classics. Let me tell you, another uh, that's kind of goes with the Oscar race. This uh, that they just announced this morning, Jim Carrey. I don't has he ever been in? No, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He was in that one. That was a good one. And I think that was I don't I think it even won Best Picture maybe. <clears throat> But uh, nonetheless, uh, I, I digress. We're uh, also, yeah, so um, getting the bar. I've been cleaning the barn out the last few days. I started getting it uh, spray uh, spray foamed. Almost spray, almost said spray hoed. <laughs> hey, by the way, Landon, is the hoe department was it open this evening on your way out from town? Tonight it was the the show department. Two days two days ago it was fixed, and it's already the sh- it's from, instead of the shoe department, it's the show department. Uh, too bad there's not a store next to it that's titled. Faux, <laughs> faux show, the faux show department. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty good uh that was a pretty good moment in bad lighting or uh, neon lights. I think Jay Leno did he ever do a bit like for that? Everybody sent pictures of you know busted up neon. Yeah, yeah were, I think so. The lights were out and everything, kind yeah. of those jaywalking deals. But uh, yeah, that was a yeah that was pretty good. The hoe department. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, anyway. Been cleaning the barn out. We're getting it ready for, uh, I guess we're going to start the whole showing calves and showing heifers and steers thing. We got it all cleaned out, blew it out with the massive air compressor, and landed. If I don't have hantavirus by this time next week, it's going to be a miracle. Right. But I did I, I did wear a dust mask, so if I did if I did absorb any of that hantavirus, it came through my eyeballs because for some genius reason <laughs> I didn't have any goggles on because I was blowing out the sides of the barn and I guarantee you there was mouse crap that was older than I was because that barn is at least 50 or 60 years old. And the places that I got to had not seen a human since the thing was built. But anyway, so I got it all cleaned out finally. It's a wood frame barn. But um, anyway, so I'm starting to get it insulated and uh, spray foamed, and he'll finish tomorrow morning. But uh, And then I got it painted, too, on the outside. They screwed down the loose tin on the outside and then they went to painting it i don't know why i let him paint when it is blowing 30 miles an hour but they got it done did you so, go to the did you go to the stock show this last week yeah i had the nephews and the nieces they were all showing their steers they had a few uh they had a few winners there everybody but one made the sale and had the sale last night there at the hereford country club it was a pretty big shindig so uh, yeah i had their showed their steers and then my wife's uh, nephews they uh, had their heifers and of course they won the heifer show they're big in the they're big in the registered Angus crowd, so the heifers, I guess, go this Thursday to Fort Worth, and then the steers go the week after this Thursday. So it's going to really get hot and heavy into those major shows. Landon, you what? You showed hogs, didn't you? Yeah, that's all we did was we showed pigs. <clears throat> did you have any? Uh, have much success? Yeah, we had one that was real good. 
my sister and I would switch off, and I won the jackpot in Hartford, and then oh, she showed it the oh, next for time. Shizzle. She won the whole show. So nice. So that was nice. If I ever made the sale mm. with a hog, we sh- I showed steers, but if we showed hogs too. If I ever made the sale with a hog, I was doing pretty good because we had crappy luck when it came to hogs. My my best memory, or not some my best memory, but most memorable <laughs> Your moment. Best memory of life. <laughs> no. Your best memory of life is from a hog show. <laughs> no. Now, my most memorable hog showing moment was we were at a jackpot, I think in Tahoka or Paducah or somewhere, and my pig takes the biggest dump right on, <laughs> right on my knees. And as he does this, another one hits me and turns me sideways. Smears it. And somebody else's pig walks by, and I just <laughs> smear I just smear pig crap all over this guy's hog. And the oh, da- nice. The dad's looking at me like he wants to murder me, and I'm <laughs> just a little 12-year-old that why is uh why was your knee that close to that pig's asshole? <laughs> I don't know, but he maybe it was my shins. But either way, oh okay, either that's way, a little he better. got me pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There's always those great times and show times. We uh, I had one calf, and I mean he would freaking latch onto my arm with his tongue at every time we showed. And I don't know if you've ever been run across a cow tongue, but it's got the grip of freaking Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's freaking rough, and then it's got I don't know how many muscle groups are in that tongue, but man, he can latch onto you. I'd always come out with the sleeve just absolutely soaked and all wrinkled up, and also my skin was a little irritated to be, <laughs> to start with. But my arm did get bigger after that summer, <laughs> so you know, and it was my let's see, that'd be my left arm because yeah, I was holding him with my left arm and. That dude, he just went to freaking latching on, man, like it was Tarzan on a jungle the jungle vine. Like as an old salt block. That's right. Like as a yeah, I guess I was a little salty back in the day. So yeah, but uh, so yeah, good times in the sale, uh, good times in the old show circuit. But uh, yeah, so we got Fort Worth and San Antonio, and then uh, Houston coming up to kind of finish it all off. I guess San Angelo's in there somewhere. But uh, all you Texas people and all you people in the show circuit know what I'm talking about. Fort Worth, that's one hell of a damn steer. That's probably, I would say that's probably the Cadillac of the entire show steer circuit. Because I think there's what there's about 1500 head or so, and you know there's no cap on the sale, so you know whatever you get at the sale is what you get. They don't give it to some. They don't give it to some. You know meth. You know, uh, tweaker, you know, down yeah. the street for a safe injection site scholarship. That's a lot of head. <laughs> That's a lot of head. Yeah. But, uh, so it's, uh, but it's, of course, it's obviously, it's highly competitive. You know, you got 80 head classes and everything. And it's just, it's a pretty wild deal. And it's still got, it's a hair show. So, Landon, you would, you wouldn't qualify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You only go to those slick shows. You remember the guys that sneak in the little, like, you go to San Antonio and there was, there was, can't remember his name but one guy would sneak in these little tiny clippers and he'd be over there trying to because you can't you can't share your hogs yeah. or something at a certain point oh uh-huh you remember that yeah i guess so oh and he would like uh yeah he had some little i mean just tiny clippers he'd go work them over yeah yeah no of course yeah steers you know you shear them before you get there and at houston san antonio those slick shows but i kind of even even the playing field a little bit but so yeah yeah great time oh i got all kinds of show steer stories but uh None more better than a safe injection site podcast episode. It's it's always great. We've got a great new sponsor this week. It's kind of inspired by a, a deal I ran across. I just posted it on our um, on our Twitter account. Landon did too. Uh, churro cereal. Now, is, I don't know if many of you know, but I am a huge cinnamon toast crunch fan. I've been eating cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast every day for about two years. So I'm probably at the stage where I'm about to get burned out on it. But I just ran across a churros. Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal. Is it called Cinnamon Toast Churro? It's called, Landon, it's called Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros cereal. 
You sure it's not sure it's not Cheerios? <laughs> no, it's not Cheerios. It's not uh Cracklin' Oat Cheerios. It's not Grape Cheerios or Grape Churros. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros. These are actually little miniature churro in your bowl of milk. It looks like a bowl of Mr. Hankies. Yeah, I know, right? And it's got the uh, they they did the whole uh, what's the word that um, personification of a, a, a person. They, they got a churro, put it, you know, vertically, and then they put a couple shoes on it. And then, <laughs> the, I mean, he's licking himself. He's got two eyeballs, a smile, and a tongue just dang near touching his eye. And he's looking up at the sign and like, he's all he's saying is like, mmm, it says, mmm, cinnamon sugar crunch. And he's looking at, and the little churro guy is looking up at that wording there. And my favorite thing is, is this picture is actually the family size. So they, it's two boxes like welded together. So it's like one barrel of churros. And I like to see what the sugar content on this thing is and the cinnamon content because I mean, those look like per the churros you might get at a, a does Jalisco's, do they have churros? Oh yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never had it. Are they good? Have you had them? No. But I know, I know they have, they have, a, they have a written sign on the door. Churros. Nice. Yeah. I, I still, nobody has the better, the, a better sign than Jalisco's. Where does it, is it about the bathrooms on the back? No, it's, it's on the back door. It says, uh, well, they have two good signs. One of them is on the back door that says, please keep the door shut because the flies came inside. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you think you'd want the door open so the flies could go outside. But in their bathroom, they have another sign that says, please don't put your toilet paper in the toilet. Put it in the trash can. Yeah, because we live in, you know, Mexico after because all. Because that's in a restaurant. That's where you want your. Yeah, your, uh-huh. that's where you want your doo doo paper is <laughs> in the trash can. You don't want to get rid of it. That's right. Under the fly sign, does it have did somebody write in your mom underneath? No, this is a professional. Ma- professional I know, but did somebody yeah. parrot? Did somebody uh photobomb it or whatever you want to call it? Well, not till tomorrow. Not till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll show up there tomorrow. See if Landon said something about a fly in your mom. <laughs> My favorite part is flies is supposed to be plural, but it's possessive. On, on oh, it's got an apostrophe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the flies came came inside. <laughs> so the came was in the inside. I don't, I don't know if we can go much further. I don't we're know. we're gonna get to our commercial uh, inspired by churro cereal. It's a uh, what was it landed? It was Sopapilla wheat thins or something. No, what was it? <laughs> yeah, Sopapilla soda. Thanks, Landon. Yeah, that was a Sopapilla yeah. pop. Sop- <laughs> snap, crackle, and pop. Uh, pop. I hadn't had man. I hadn't had rice krispies in a long old time. Maybe if they had rice churros. That would be pretty tight. Did you ever have the Ghostbusters cereal growing Nuh-uh. up? What was it? It was awesome. That's was it like, was. uh, what, um, Lucky Charms? Yeah. That's you had the marshmallows? Mush- yeah, they had that Ninja Turtle cereal. Smurf yeah. cereal was really good. Right. You probably had My Little Pony cereal. No, Rainbow Bright had good Rainbow cereal. Bright. I'm not joking. Exactly. These are all, these are oh, all I know. I'm, I, I, I don't remember much, but I do remember those things. And then we were big on, Cookie Crisp and, and uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. See, my parents were older than ever, all my friends' parents because they had me a little when they were a little little older. I mean, in their 30s, but that was older than everybody else's parents. So I always got to eat Cracklin' Oat brand and all brand and anything to make you crap through a screen door, <laughs> you know, kind of uh, thing. And you wouldn't hit a wire, man. <laughs> well, we've got Sopapilla Soda coming up, and uh, they're our sponsor. Randall Ricardo is going to give us a cold forecast. And then we're going to have safe injection sites. Right after this, on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. From the makers of Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros, for your burro. Are you having a slow day in the mornings? 
you get out of bed and you just can't quite get those eyes cracked open? Do you need something to really jumpstart your day? Are you out of your daily meth habit? Maybe your heroin dealer is late. What are you going to do to get yourself up and out of bed in the morning? Well, we present Sopapilla Soda Bites from the makers of Churro Cereal. Sopapilla Soda Bites have only 115 grams of sugar per serving. That's right. Whenever your meth or whenever your veins completely give out, give Sopapilla Soda Bites a try. We know you've already got a spoon to eat your cereal with because that's the same spoon you cook your heroin in. Oh, yeah. Sopapilla Soda Bites to get you up in the morning. Take with three cups of coffee. You can either freebase this coffee or you can mainline this coffee. Just make sure it's so black you won't even be able to see it in the nighttime. So Papilla Soda Bites, is your libido feeling low? Well, come over and we can feel good together. Why don't you do it with your with your husband, with your wife? Yes, yeah, So Papilla Soda Bites, you will have the greatest high for 45 minutes and you will be in a sugar crash for the rest of the day. Don't worry about making love tonight. You'll be so wiped out from the sugar loss in your pancreas and the rest of your body, you won't be able to lift a finger, let alone lift whatever else you might need to engage in coitus. Don't you like that scientific word, coitus? Oh yeah, Sopapilla Soda Bites. We're here to make you feel good. Sopapilla Soda Bites, also in the extra large black flavor, chocolate. Oh yeah. You say that one more time, or can I cock over the killer and jam it right up your ass? What do you think about that? Huh? Hey, this is Radar Ricardo, and then I said, oh, bring your Dragon Farmer podcast weather update. Well, Brent, it's a, it's a chilly forecast. I can't, there's, there's no two ways about it, Vato, you know. You, you know, you, you can't have 70 degrees in January every day. I mean, Vato, you know, that's, like, they, they call that global warming or whatnot, and it's not really global warming because, like, right now I'm looking at my screen, and it's, like, 21 degrees and everything. So, I mean, it's kind of chilly, so I had to bring the dogs inside last night, Vato. They always get kind of... They always get kind of, kind of pissed off and look at the window at me and they always make me feel all guilty, you know, kind of like when I watch those dirty movies and I feel, I have, I have post guilt on that kind of stuff, you know, but hey, I digress, but though it's going to be a pretty, sh- it's going to be a temperate kind of week, you know, lots of 50s across the board, today is 50, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe 60, maybe golf, I don't know, hey, hey, also forget, there's a Twitter, there's a Twitter uh, meetup or whatnot in Lubbock, and like I think this Saturday, like the 26th or something. But uh, so everybody come check that out. I think I showed it. No, what's her? Hey, what's what's her name? Oh yeah, yeah. Hope Hope Flint. I just got her. I just got her. Hope floats, but though you know, like the movie with Sandra Bullock, she really nailed that part. Hope floats, but hey, anyway, it's gonna be a great time. So anybody in the Texas Panhandle or South Plains. If they're in the area, go check it out. I, thought, I think there's more details on her on her Twitter handle. It, man, her Twitter, I don't know if her Twitter handle's not at Hope Floats. It needs to be, I thought. But uh, hey, uh, this week's sponsor, hey, this is more in my in my wheelhouse. Sopapilla Soda Bites, I thought, man, this is the new cereal brought to you by the Churros for your burro cereal people. Man, I thought, I mean, Diego had a, he had a bite. He had like a whole bowl this morning, I thought, man, he's still bouncing off the walls. Uh, of course, it's only, uh, yeah, I had a, I got a churro in my, in my, in my throat, Bato. Hey, Bato, that's all the time I got. Try out Sopapilla Soda Bites. This is Reynold Ricardo, De La Serio. I'm back to you. 
Woo, Ricardo, sounds like you and Diego ought to stay in the stay inside this week, man, if you're predicting that kind of cold weather. But I know you're not used to that type of stuff, but, you know, you, you get used to it after a while. It's a great place to live. But, all right, let's get into it, guys. We're talking safe injection sites on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. This is the closest I can get to drug music on my... Uh, <laughs> my subscription for songs for no copyrights. Well, everybody, I hope you're enjoying yourselves. You need to lay back in, maybe find yourself a nice little syringe, maybe a one with about a 20-gauge needle or something. Go find you a nice little site to just shoot up some of your tricked-out meth or maybe some of your haughty heroin. But uh, So I'm sure a lot of you people have heard it, uh, about these safe injection sites out there in, uh, in the great northern California city of San Francisco. Uh, just kind of ran across it, um, and I thought, you know what? I think that needs talking about. So, especially, especially when I saw this lady's report um, from uh, one of the San Francisco news stations. There, I mean, it, it almost seems like a joke that she's uh, the, the stuff she's talking about. But it's just, too, I guess, it's just too good to be true. But it's actually true. So, uh, I mean, leave it to the San Franciscans, Landon, to uh, have a safe injection site. So I'm going to play, I guess I can play clips of it. I don't know what the rules are on that, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's on the YouTube, isn't it? It's on the it's on the tube. So uh, <laughs> Maybe if you like the video, they'll be okay. Okay, yeah. Video I'm going to subscribe to uh, K-Pix. <laughs> K-P-I-X is who did it. Okay. I want to give you a tour inside what would be the nation's first safe injection drug site if this is eventually open. Right now, this is just a prototype. So a prototype. How many druggies do you think are going to wash their hands? Immediately you notice the fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, that meth, that meth tweaker's on fire. Okay, now let me pause it here. There, She's talking about the trays, and they've got... These are all... Uh, um, sa- <laughs> these are all... Uh, uh, sanitize for your safety, <laughs> you know. Did you read the educational material, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do they all? You think they have to sign a waiver every time they go into the safe injection site? I don't know. Where are the cookies? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No overdosing on on the after effects. Okay, so she went from that tray with all the uh, disclaimers and all the uh, legal legalities to over here to their. Uh, I guess is this the. Shouldn't this be connected to a prison? <laughs> you would think you would think they would just have like a it'd be like a trap door, you know? He's like, oh, you're gonna no, you're not. You're going to it's like a coon trap or whatever, a bear trap. I mean, they could literally put these things in bear traps, and people these druggies would still people go in there and fall for it every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So on this tray, it looks like they've got some uh, moisture moisture towelettes. Uh, let's see that. What they don't have, Landon, is reading materials. Is that a wet nap? That's a, yeah. They got wet naps. They got. Play, oh, yeah, and she'll talk about this in a second. Places to warm up your heroin. They're like little shot cups. Here you go. Tourniquets. Tourniquets. I mean, if it's one thing I get upset about when I go to my drug dealers, when he leaves that drug out on the shelf too long and it's cold. I should have like some, some old, old t-shirts from like some old 80s bands. Yeah, I know. Okay, at least it's stainless steel. I love how they, I love how they have the moisture towelettes in a bedpan. You get your own beats by Dre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And uh, 
so it, so anyway, you get up to that desk where the drug you where you shoot up, and there's a mm-hmm. one way mirror or two way mirror up on the wall, like in the Law and Order, where they do the interrogation rooms. This is so the doctor can safe watch you safely do it. If you do it unsafely, are they going to jump out from behind the wall and find the right vein for you? They're going to get like a phlebotomist to find the right vein so you don't, you know, kill yourself. Okay. You screwed up that surgery. You're going to watch these drug addicts. Yeah. Uh, you think this is, or maybe those are just intern doctors and this is part of their fellowship. You should have a bunch of board games like Connect Four and stuff set up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Battleship. There you go. <laughs> uh, you suck my submarine. <laughs> and so in booth seven, they've got uh, they've got one one way two way mirror at eye level, and the other mirror at <laughs> butt level. <laughs> butt level. Yeah, I was gonna say the other way, but yeah, they've got because some of you. They, uh, I guess they go the dope, the hard dose. They get that 14 gauge needle and go in their thigh, and so they have to drop their pants, as she just said. And it's in that one of those you get to draw a curtain around, you know, like you're in the little doctor's office and oh, that's got like, nice. like you have your own little personal closet, you know, your drug closet. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's carry on. They should have a good idea box, like a suggestion box. <laughs> <laughs> you think they have human resources at the safe injection site? I would hope so. <laughs> How can we make this better? Let us help us improve your experience. I'm reading about it on Google, and they have like a, a referral. <laughs> they what? Please bring your referrals. <laughs> yeah. Those guys are drug addict. Let him go. <laughs> Do you think they have a shoot up nine times, get the tenth free? <laughs> yeah, punch card. <laughs> yeah, punch card. All they do is use your needle and stick a hole, yeah. stick a hole in your card with it. Or do you think they? Or do you think they give electronics? I mean, that's kind of 20th century. The old punch card. You think they have like a deal like Gbos where you can put in your cell phone number and you know get your frequent flyer points? <laughs> okay, now this is this is the uh, aftermath room. Let's see what they got in here. Now, note she just said they're trying to form a community after the people have shot up. So what kind of community do you think they're trying to put together with a bunch of tweaked out meth heads and heroin addicts? I mean, chances are they're either going to be passed out or, you know, neck deep in a bag of super puff marshmallows. Or some churro cereal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You think they let them take a crap right in the hallway like they do out on the sidewalks? Yeah, I bet there. I bet there's a lot of upper deckers in that bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of what leads me to think: Is this the beginning of the new real world purge? I mean, you know, if anybody's seen the movie Purge, it's where everything's legal for mm-hmm. one night or like what twelve hours or something. Yeah, I think it's like is... twenty four hours. I wonder if anybody jaywalks. People <laughs> out. <laughs> Murdering and raping and some guy's jaywalking. I can, all I can do is hope that it's during corn harvest because I'd be coming in with 120,000 pound loads all freaking night long. Oh, That's man. all I can hope for. It's like, Landon, how, what's the heaviest load y'all have ever had at Hereford Grain? We had one once that that netted 102,000 pounds. Netted. So he weighed, 100, he weighed 130. He weighed 138,000 pounds. Damn. 
He had a 36,000 pound semi. Damn, that's a heavy semi. He couldn't haul. Well, yeah, we could like triple axle. Like I had to climb up and, and get a hand probe. I couldn't. We our probe wasn't tall enough. To it get was in stacked there. up so high. That that grain. And oh, he had a high sided trailer. Yeah, and he's sitting there bragging about it. And we're like, dump this damn thing. He drove all the way from from Hartley to Hereford, which is about what eighty miles. Yeah, netting yeah. one hundred and two thousand pounds. Oh God, that's been about twelve years ago. So. Nice, nice. Did he leave like ruts down the highway? <laughs> yeah, on the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> then that sign that said on the side of his truck that says, going to Hereford Grain. Yeah. yeah so, mm. yeah, I, would, uh, I could only hope the purge would be during harvest season. So at least he could get some extra loads in. I mean, 100, 102,000, that's, you're just 20,000 short of two full loads on one, you know, on exactly. one trip. Man, that's exactly. saving diesel, I guess. I mean, I don't know the mileage on it. He probably had one of those, what, 700 horse, you know, Cummins with the eight inch stacks and everything. I bet when he got home, he had that stack in the back of his pickup that was off centered and like blew out, you know, <laughs> just dang near solid black smoke, like not smoke, but almost not gas, but actually solids coming out the top of his <laughs> stack. The bet, yeah, everybody, uh, so I'm digressing here. There's a guy, and I don't know if it's just one guy, but he has got, and I don't know, it's probably, I think it's a Dodge. Maybe an 80 model Dodge flatbed, and this guy put the his horse trailer on his pickup permanently, and he carries around his horse on the back of his pickup, like he cut off everything above the axle, if you can imagine, of a gooseneck one single horse trailer, and he put it up on his on his flatbed, so, so the nose where like the gooseneck is is going over the hood. I mean, over the top of the cab, and the whole—I guess the whole—I guess he has steps for the horse. So the that, horse. yeah, that explains why you have a staircase coming out of your tailgate, so yeah. the horse can walk up and get in the trailer. That's right. I, I mean, it's either that or it's like that video everybody's seen on Facebook, where they have—it's in Mexico and they have like this freaking raunchy ass looking cow that just had a calf, and this guy gets his burro out. And he, he's guarding the, <laughs> I literally, it is, it's a burro. And, uh, anyway, and he's guarding the baby calf and the, or the, actually, he's guarding the guy, uh, from that cow trying, cause that trick cow wants to get in his ass, man. And he's just trying, I guess, check it out or whatever. And I mean, it's freaking full on Bramer, man. I mean, pure white, big old hump on her neck. And I mean, she wants to get in that ass. But anyway, it is. You have to look it up. It's pretty good. And that, anyway, so the 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 burro, it it's always got its head facing the guy and the baby calf with his hind end always always facing that cow. And anytime that cow tried to make a move, he'd pin those ear back, his ears back, and he'd get that a hind end and getting ready to just freaking drop kick this cow into the next, you know, into the next caravan going by. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that always reminds me of that. But yeah, so this is a modern day, I mean, this is a real world purge. You've got safe injection sites, Landon. What do you think that's going to lead to? Oh, safe pedophile rooms, <laughs> safe safe murder murder yeah. sites. Can I get a can I get a murder room on the second floor? It's like, well, did you bring your own victim? Yeah. <laughs> do, so do you think they did have Did they sign the did they sign the 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 sheet that says they're willing to let you kill them? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, maybe they do it. You think they have it in Europe over in hostels? <laughs> Where they got the, you know, bring your own drills. Hey, come on down, everybody. It's bring your own drill night. <laughs> we've got a night. We've got a nice Chianti in the hacksaw section. And uh, over here, oh, over here, we've got Grand Theft Auto. We uh, we got all these cars uh, after we watched Gone in 60 Seconds, and uh, we just didn't return them after Nicholas Cage stole them all. So we've got a Grand Theft Auto night. Maybe Do you think they have a bring your daughter to a kill night? <laughs> 
I, I don't know. That that's kind of concerning. This this whole thing is pretty disgusting. So yeah, but I mean that's that's why everybody's moving. To, the sad thing is, is people from California are moving to Texas, and I can't imagine that all of them are pretty rock solid red Republicans or conservatives moving from California to Texas just to avoid some taxes. Yeah, pretty sure not. Pretty sure not. Maybe because, and I'm not sure of any safe injection sites in Hereford. They're all pretty dangerous injection sites. I bet, I bet the local Domino's and Pizza Hut likes like like these injection sites. He's, uh, yeah, I doubt there's an organic uh, any organic stores on the same block as a safe injection site. So, um, yeah, Landon, so Landon, what would be your drug of choice if you went to a safe injection site? Oh, drug of choice. I don't know. I've, I guess I might give. Do you want to be up all night or do you want to sleep for a long time? Oh, I'd love to sleep. I might try some tobacco. <laughs> you, Land, hey man, I'm gonna go try to overdose on vitamins. Yo, <laughs> at tooth- the worst, you'd get constipated. Y'all have a toothbrush. I'm, I got some chow over here. No, I don't. Y'all don't have no spit cups. <laughs> <laughs> it, this one, so this one guy in college. This is the, he was like two years older than me. Anyway, so I wasn't here for the story, but I, it was told many times. He was a freshman at the uh, Halloween bash for Block, Block and Bridal. And it was the kind of the um, party of the fall for the Ag College and at Texas Tech. And anyway, so he had a big sombrero. He went to jail this night. He had a big sombrero. <laughs> he had a big sombrero. Well, actually, this is a different story. Actually, he went to jail. He was, he was you know, 18, 19. Anyway, he just hammered off his blasted out of his head. Anyway, he walks out, walks outdoors and starts talking trash to the cops or something. Of course, they load him up and take him. But no, one at a different time, he had to go to the hospital because he was wearing a nicotine patch while smoking and while dipping. So I'm not sure what his heart rate must have been, but it had to be up there on day three of a meth bench is all I can figure. Wow. But uh, it was, I mean, now that is... <laughs> that's like a purge the, right there. That's the best purging, all right. So I mean, it's like old Bill Engel used to say, "He's like, well, I got off the, I got off the uh, cigarettes by using the patch. I got off the patch by smoking crack. So I'm pretty much tobacco free now." <laughs> but uh, it, so yeah, that's a uh, always a. There's never an easy way to get off of that stuff. But, I think uh, I think the only two things that I would try there is, is I might go there and try the the diet coke and is it pop rock or no. Uh, Mentos, Mentos, Mentos and, and Coke. Coke. Yeah, I might try that, or I might try the maybe like stick it up your nose and, <laughs> and you know, kind of like a one of those neti pots. Yeah. Get a neti pot, fill it with Coke, and start dropping Mentos in there it you and go. jam it up your nose. Well, that, that's a jackass <laughs> thing if I ever heard one. Well, that might be a good a good place to try the the drink a gallon of milk in an hour challenge. Oh, and see if you puke. Yeah, I know I would puke. I don't, I mean... Well, yeah, because your milk's expired. That's true. Uh, yeah, an update on that. So, <laughs> the new milk I have is actually the 24th. So, I've still got like two or three days left before that, that dude's out. And I'm almost emptied it. So, uh, that's a great update on the whole milk situation in the in the uh, old old refrigerator there. Well, guys, what Atlanta, we got anything else? I know this safe injection sites is a pretty serious subject. So, we thought we'd uh, talk about it with our churros here. I think it would go... You think... I would think they would go to Sam's, those, the employees at the uh, safe injection site, and get like churro cinnamon toast crunch by the barrel. Yeah, get those and some funyuns, all that funyuns, maybe some Cheetos. Can I get a pallet of funyuns? Can you imagine how many hot pockets you can fit in a safe <laughs> injection site? 
I mean, I, I, I just, didn't see a microwave in that. In that's that video. true. That's Man. true. Well, because you don't need a microwave because they've got those little cups to warm your heroin up with. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Plus, they were metal cups, so you couldn't put them in the microwave. Were there no. any Bunsen burners on those there, tables? Yeah. Look, yeah. <laughs> look like good old high school chemistry uh, uh, classroom. What do you think the next town that's going to do this is? New Orleans. According Without to my a doubt. research. Philadelphia. Is oh, man. Brotherly it. love. Brotherly love. Oh man, yeah. I was surprised. Well, I would think it would be another, you know, California town. Maybe, maybe Portland, Oregon. It's pretty liberal there. Or, uh, yeah, New Orleans. That place is pretty wild. They, they kind of drink their drugs, though. It's a, it's a pretty nasty city. Yeah, they walk in their piss. So. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we went there for spring break, my senior year of college. It was a week after Mardi Gras. We stayed on Canal Street, which is perpendicular to Bourbon Street. And I never forget when we turned the corner on Bourbon Street. It smelled like pure puke. And I know why, because they were they were uh, wetting down the dried puke from last night with the trucks that they washed the sidewalks down with. I blank you not. So, but guys, hey, that's our time for this week. We hope everybody enjoyed this safe injection site uh, episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Everybody be safe. And remember, when it comes to drugs, just say no. Always pass on grass. Yeah, I pass on grass. I pass on, choose life, choose life. But from everyone here at the Dry Farmer Podcast, we wish everybody, we hope everybody has a great and safe winter. And until next time, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dry Farmer Podcast brought to you by Sopapia Soda Bites. We'll get you up when you're feeling down, but for only about 45 minutes. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, and now a member of the Global Ag Network. Yeah, it's 2019. That's when we reserved all the rights. Actually, in 18, 17, I don't know.